Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. So Social Media Marketing World wrapped up last week here in San Diego, and it was yet another great conference. I think this is like year number five that I've been there, and the conference seems to get better and better uh, every year. I spoke twice on the Friday of the conference. I spoke in the morning about seven ways to use retargeting in your business to grow your business and talking all about Facebook ads, custom audiences. And then I did a uh, an onstage interview with uh, Sonny Leonard Doozy uh, in the afternoon. And it was a blast. Everything was so much fun. One thing I love about social media marketing world is the opportunity to talk to so many people and meet students that I've never met before and listeners of the, of the podcast here. Meet all of you. Uh, so many people come up to me and, and mention the show, which means the world to me. Everyone's always super cool. And I always look forward to it uh, each and every year. It doesn't hurt too. That's like 10 minutes away from my house. Well, I had one conversation with a couple there where I gave them some unsolicited advice and I felt like it kind of changed the trajectory of their business for this year. Uh, not to take too much credit for it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying what the shift that I felt from them in the conversation. Then they later came up to me um, later on Friday. I had had this conversation with them on Wednesday night. They came up to me on Friday afternoon and was like, man, we've been thinking so much about this, your conversation in your advice, and it really, like, really, really excites us. So today, I'm going to share with you that conversation and how you can apply it to your own business. Let's dive in. What do you get when you combine simplified digital marketing, proven ROI strategies, and Metallica blasting from his headphones? You get Rick Moll ready, of course. So strap in, grab your bulletproof coffee, and get ready because this is the art of pay traffic. Here's Rick. What's up, my friends? Rick Mulready here, and you're listening to another Quick Tip episode here on the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. With these Quick Tip episodes, this is where I share a tip or a strategy that will help you grow your business so that you'll have a bigger impact and impact more people in the process. Oftentimes, it'll be related to Facebook or Instagram ads. Maybe it's general marketing tips or just general growing your business strategies that you can go and immediately implement into 
your business. And that's really key here, right? We can learn all this stuff, but it's really about taking action. And that's what I want you to do with these quick tip episodes. So as I mentioned, I was at Social Media Marketing World uh, last week here in San Diego. Well, last week when this episode's coming out. And I got talking to one couple at the opening night party. So that was Wednesday night. Big shout out, by the way, to Chelsea and Jace from Chelsea and Nicole Photography. Chelsea is a uh, wedding photographer who also uh, teaches photography on YouTube. She's got a YouTube channel. And they're also coming out with an online course teaching uh, photography as well. So when I met them, we were talking about what they do. And, and she was mentioning that they have this online course coming out in Q3 later this year. And as she was telling me this, I like stopped her in mid-sentence. I interrupted her and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Didn't, did you say Q3? It's March right now, right? Why Q3? Why so far in advance? And she proceeded to tell me that they have to create the course. They have to figure out what exactly they should be including in the course and you know just all these different things that they have this belief around what they need to do in order to launch this course and i asked her if they have an email list and she said they have a list of like 12,000 people which is a very good size list they also have a youtube channel with over 12,000 subscribers so as you can see here, guys, they're not starting from you know ground zero. They have a lot of great assets already built in their business. Now, she then told me how they're going to be running an ask method survey to their email list to find out what types of things that their email list, their audience is interested in learning about. And for those of you who don't know, ask method is a survey methodology created by Ryan Levesque. And Ryan's got a great book uh, about this whole methodology called Ask. You may have heard of it, but it teaches you how to, um, you know, it's just how to survey essentially and create sort of like a survey funnel for your email list. So you're always getting feedback from them about exactly what they want to learn more about. And this is just high level, you know, uh, what, what this is about. Highly recommend the book. Definitely check it out. But it's pretty intricate, right? Like employing this, you know, the ask method into your business is, you know, there's some steps to it, right? So I'm standing there patiently listening to her with kind of a smile on my face as she's sharing all these things, you know, about, you know, they're going to be waiting until later on in Q3 to launch this course. You know, they have an email list of 12,000 people, but they need to learn what they want to learn about. They need to put the course together. They're going to be doing the ask method. And, you know, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so this is where I kind of interrupt her and I explain to her that I love how they're thinking about things, but there's a much easier way. Right. So again, we're talking, they're having this conversation in March of 2019, and they're saying that they're not going to release this course for another six months or so. Well, they could be launching this course literally by the end of March. Now, when this episode comes out, it's pretty much the end of March. But my point here is they really could be launching this course within a couple of weeks of that conversation. Also, as powerful as the ask method is, for surveying your audience, they don't have to go through all that to learn exactly what their audience wants to learn, okay? So here's what I mean by all this. First of all, so to learn about what their audience's biggest challenge is so that they can create the course around solving this problem, 
what I recommended that they do is just send an email to your list with a simple question. And you could say something like, um, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm in the process of creating content for you for the next quarter and I want to be as helpful as possible to you guys. And so that we can do that, would love to hear from you. What's the biggest challenge right now in your business? What's, what's really holding you back from growing your photography business? Hit reply to this email right now. Shoot me a one-line sentence and let me know. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. Boom. Send that email out to 12,000 people on their email list. They're going to get a whole bunch of responses that are longer than one sentence. And so what does this do? Number one, it creates this engagement with their audience, another level of engagement with their audience that shows them that they care about solving their problems, right? That they're here for them and solving their, their challenges and helping them grow their business. In addition to that, they're getting the feedback that they need to put the content together for their course. So that's number one. You know, as powerful as the Ask Method is, I love it. I'm a big fan of it, but you don't need to do that in this case here because how they were looking at it is, well, I have to put this, this whole Ask Method together, Ask Methodology and, and the, you know, the emails and all that stuff. That's going to take a little while to do that, right? Send one email and then what, what I just mentioned to you. And then also what you can do is for the, everybody who didn't open the email, wait like three days and resend that email to the unopeners on their email list. That way they're reaching all those people who didn't open and they're going to increase, you know, the response rate um, by, you know, quite a bit, right? So send that email out three or four days later, send another email out the same email to all the people who didn't open that original email and they're going to get a whole bunch of feedback. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, like get that course out there. And here's what I mean. I'm a big, 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 big believer in selling your course before you create it. Here's what I mean by that. You can do a beta launch. Since this is Jason Jason Nicole's first course, they can do a beta launch. And so what that means is first and foremost, after they get the feedback from their email list, they can put together an outline of what the course is going to be about. So what's the content? What problems are they solving on the course? What's the promise of the course? What's the premise of the course? We've talked about promise and premise here on the podcast before. So premise, for example, might be, um, you know, whatever the name of the course is, is the fastest and easiest way to grow your photography business and take better pictures or something like, I don't know, I'm just making that up. And then the promise, whatever the promise is, is like, you know, six figures in your, in your, (laughs) I'm just making it up off the top of my head, have a six figure photography business uh, in your first year or something like that. It's the promise of the course. Okay. So come up with the promise of the course, come up with the premise of the course, and then you have an outline of what you're teaching in the, in the course. And then you can break that down and create modules and lessons out of that information. Notice I didn't say create the actual training course, because then what you can do is you can take that information there. And that is what you use to sell your program. And you let people know on your email list, in this case here, they can email their list, let them know, hey, we're doing a beta launch of our brand new program. I don't know the name of it. We're doing a beta launch of their brand new program. This is exactly what the promise of the program is. This is exactly what you're going to learn in the program. 
And we're going to start teaching this live. It's, it's a whatever, six-week program. We're going to start teaching this to you live on Monday, whatever the date is. The course is going to be sold for whatever price, whatever price they want to do. But for, you know, for X amount of like, you know, for the first 50 people in the beta launch, they get some sort of special pricing to be in. And as you know, and in exchange for that, not only are they being the first people into their course, but they're also, you know, they're also asking for feedback on the, uh, on the content. You know, how can you improve what they put together? And so they sell this program to launch on a certain day. And now you're getting revenue before you've even created the course. One of the big mistakes I see people make is that, you know, they spend hours and hours and hours creating a course and then they go to put out and to sell it and there's crickets and no one's buying it. Well, you want to validate your offer before spending all that time to create it. Unless you know exactly that your audience is, you know, they really, really want this. And this came up with uh, one of my accelerator group coaching students recently where they said, you know what? Tell me more about this. Sell the course first and then create it. I have so many people asking me for this course. And you know, this person had already done a bunch of sales, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of a previous course. And so that's a little bit of a different, different story here. But if you're just starting out, man, sell that course first, then put it together. And because as you beta launch it and you're going to say, all right, I'm going to start it on this day. Well, once you sell it, all you have to do is create the content for that first module for that first week and then the second week. So now you're going from, you know, six or seven or eight, however many modules you have in the course with different lessons, you're doing one at a time and you're validating your idea, right? So this is a complete mindset shift. I know that because this is perfectionism right here, right? Because we have to get over the fact that, well, this might not be perfect. Well, I have to do all these things first in order to get my course out there. When in, in reality, you don't. And I can speak directly to this because this was, this was me. This is something that I've struggled with um, myself. I can completely relate to this. Okay. This whole struggle with perfectionism is something that I've talked about, you know, here in the podcast and my emails to my list and my, on my Instagram. I've struggled with this. So I can completely relate. And, you know, what they're describing to me as far as having, you know, a deadline out in the future, so far in the future, this is something I hear all the time, for example, from like my accelerator group coaching students. I'm thinking another one specifically where she told me that she wanted to launch her podcast. I don't know, again, it was like seven months. In the, <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is February here, right? And uh, I'm going to challenge you to, to move that up and not make excuses and put some urgency behind it. And they, they ended up launching the podcast way sooner. And she came back to me and was like, man, this is the best thing I've done for my business, getting this podcast done. Thank you so much for removing those excuses and changing my mindset around having to have every single thing in place before I launch. Okay. So in reality, there are way easier ways to take advantage of what you have in front of you and get your stuff out there so that you can start generating revenue right away. So with all this, I want to encourage you to look at your business right now. Where are you making things more difficult? And if you're putting off launching something way out into the future, I really want you to look at the real reason why you're waiting so long to do that. Usually it's fear, 
right? And you're making ex- excuses for it. I really want to encourage you to think about it from this perspective. Your audience needs your help and you're doing them a massive disservice by not getting your course or your membership program or your coaching or whatever it is to them as quickly as possible. So if you have set a deadline in the future, I want to challenge you right now to cut it in half or even a third and get your stuff out there so that you can be creating revenue way sooner than later. Get your stuff out there. Stop worrying about the perfectionism and start helping your audience today. All right, my friends, hope today's quick tip was super helpful for you. I also want to take a second to thank you for all the support and feedback for the podcast here. Uh, I've been hearing from so many of you, the impact that the show has on what you're able to do uh, in your business and as a result in your life. And that is what keeps me going here, guys. Also, if you've not yet subscribed to the podcast and left a rating and review for the show on iTunes, uh, I would super appreciate that. Subscribing to the show allows you to not miss any episodes as I publish twice per week. And many of the episodes have time-sensitive, helpful information in them. So you will not miss a beat when you subscribe to the show. So thank you so much in advance for doing that. And as always, thank you so much, my friends, for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate you. And I'll see you right back here for the next episode here on the Art of Pay Traffic podcast. Don't worry, there's more of Art of Pay Traffic coming soon. If you can't wait for more incredible digital marketing strategies, head over to rickmulready.com. We'll see you next time. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.